Hey, it's me, Sam. This is my podcast. Thanks for listening. This is uh, take two on this episode because I had a recorded a full 45 minutes. And it might turn up down the road. I don't really know what happened. It uh, The whole app, gas box, I love you. I mean it. But sometimes your app glitches, or my phone glitches, or I don't, I don't know what happens, but I ended up losing it. So, I'm just going to go ahead and record another one. If the first one turns up, then you get a double dose. Um, speaking of my phone glitching, tell me if this isn't just creepy. I have a missed call on my phone log from my son on October 24th at 11 a.m. I also have some some text message correspondence with a couple of different people that have actually already happened but show up in my text messages as happening in October. It's the strangest thing in the world. According to my cousin's husband, who is very uh, tech savvy, he says there's some type of a glitch in my time date program, whatever, factor, time. Anyway, so... Uh, which makes sense. I'm coming up on the two-year mark for this phone. So, you know, even if it's... I've talked about this with Apple, but I'm pretty sure it's universal with any any brand. That at the two-year mark, they just slowly start to self-destruct. So, I actually uh, was supposed to have a new phone at this point. My The same cousin's husband talked to me about how they had... Um, switched their family quite a while ago to T-Mobile. This is not in any way a pitch for any of these cell phone providers because I think they're all running a ratchet of just ripping people off all day, every day. But I had a Saturday where it was just me and the babies. And because I hate myself, I took them to the T-Mobile store to try to talk to uh, a representative there about what my options were. And actually, it was okay. The baby was really content in his car seat. Two-year-old kind of ran around, but it was a contained area, open area, so I could pretty well see everywhere she went. And uh, I was in there for almost two hours. This is just a perfect picture for you of how things kind of shake out in my life. But yeah, I was in there for two hours. And really, it ended up being um, a be- definitely a better deal. It was going to be less money per month, even with a second line. I'll talk about this a little bit later, but I added my phone, my son on with a flip phone. He hates me so much. But uh, yeah, so even with a second line, it was going to be cheaper per month with more data and blah, all these other features. So I was like, this is a no-brainer let's do it but coverage was better we have an area in my town that's like the downtown use that term very loosely but like the downtown area where there's it's just dead like there's no signal at all with my current provider which is AT&T um anyway so yeah it was like no-brainer good deal let's do it I was going to get a new phone my bill was still going to be way less a month even with that so, uh, so yeah, I walked out of there feeling pretty confident. They were going to buy out my contract with AT&T. I only had a couple of, like, $120 left on it because it wasn't too much longer until my contract is up. Anyway, so I walk out of there confident. He tells me this is on a Saturday. He says you should expect your new phone 
on Wednesday, you're good to go. Long story short, uh, two over two weeks go by, no phone. I finally get a, get the chance, thanks to my children's school letting out early. I'm home with nothing to do, so I start trying to chip away at some of these business items that I need to handle. I finally get a chance to call T-Mobile, only to have them tell me that I have a bill due on the 7th of the month. <laughs> and they'll do me a favor and take me off auto pay because uh, clearly I'm having some issues. I lost my mind and I told him to cancel everything. Apparently, there was an email that came to me at some point after that Saturday that required an e-signature. This is just a heads up for anybody who thinks that they've gotten all the information when you do this kind of business. Keep an eye because there's always going to be something else. And, I, and, and obviously, I didn't know that and I don't check my email very regularly. So, I didn't see this. Plus, I get a lot of crap email in my account and so I didn't see this email I'm not totally even sure if I got it at this point I haven't even looked but uh, yeah required an e-signature and because I did not respond with that signature I ended up my order was canceled and do you think that anybody from T-Mobile bothered to contact me or say hey we noticed that uh, you got a bill racking up here and we still haven't sent you your phone no nothing like if I wouldn't have called they would have just steadily taken that money <laughs> out of my account I don't know it's just it's crazy these companies are so big that they can hardly manage the customer base that they have and so people like myself who don't have a lot of time and don't have the like just free time during business hours especially to look at stuff like this this kind of stuff just goes under the radar and this is how they end up making a ton of money so Kind of like my uh, internet provider who continues to charge me monthly for some uh, credit ID security program. Despite the fact that I already called and told them that I never asked for it. I don't want it. They credited my account $112 or something stupid. And yet when that credit ran out and my new bill came on. And that I the first bill that I actually paid after two or three months. Um, it's still on there. It's still, they're still charging me that, that amount. And now here I've got to come up with another hour because you know, it's an hour anytime you call these places. I got to come up with another hour block of time to be able to call and say to them, Hey, second time around, please take that charge off my account. But when there's people who are just think of like the elderly, I obviously think of the elderly a lot. With my job, I have seen some outrageous bills with some of my patients because they do, either they can't see or they don't know what they're paying for or it's on an automatic payment and so they have no clue what what it's what it is or they just pay it because they just think that's what it's supposed to be and just imagine like of course their bills are padded with all kinds of things that they don't need that they don't want and it's just yeah it's sad but um. Anyway, uh, at, at the end of the day, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go back into T-Mobile and try to uh, try again without babies. I have a good idea on, on what the process is, so it won't take as long. Because despite their error and despite me not knowing what I needed to do to make it work, it is definitely still a better deal. Just as a heads up to anybody who's considering changing 
So, yeah, I'll probably end up back there eventually. But as for now, I have until, I think they were like, we'll let you keep your flip phone active, active until September 18th. I was like, thank you so much. So I've got to get that switched over to my AT&T. And then down the road, I guess I'll switch it back. So that's that. Um, I'm actually here with a guest. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Clara. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come a little bit closer so I can hear you. I'm Clara. And Clara, who are you? I'm Clara. Well, nobody knows who, what, what, the, what does that mean? Clara what? Don't say your last name, but are you my friend? Are you my cousin? Or who are you? I'm your daughter. Oh, my daughter. Yes. And how old are you? I'm seven. Yeah. What else do we need to know about you? Nothing. Nothing? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to tell anything else about what's going on with you? No. What grade are you in in school? First. How's it going? Bad. I got a headache today. Why? I don't know. Clara's a hypochondriac. She uh she she always has something wrong. Bless her heart. She's got skin, dry skin, headaches, stomach aches, eye aches. I think I have a tumor in my head. She's got a tumor, she's got earaches. She steadily has she's she's rarely content she typically has something that's ailing her <laughs> um Dad, that's uh, because they took out my blood at the dentist that's why at the dentist yeah they took out my blood remember they gave me a shot well that was at the doctor's office that was a long time ago yeah but it still happened she had a um she had an allergy screening at the uh, primary care physicians, and it came back to let us know that she had a severe allergy to cat dander, dust mites, and dog dander. I was like, oh, really? That's interesting, because we've had cats in our house for years, and she's never had a reaction, but I'm sure your tests are super accurate. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I am allergic to cats. Every There's once a in a while. at school that's allergic to nuts and she'll puke. Yeah, well, being allergic to peanuts is no joke. But yeah, every once in a while, if she's playing with a cat and she kind of rubs her eyes or something, I'm the same way. She'll get a little scratchy eye, a little watery, a little puffy. But, I mean, as far as just, like, rubbing like shoulders with cats, it's not, it's not really, yeah, it's not as bad as they made it out to me, but... They also told me that, um, because we, we went because she was continually having just like snotty congestion cough all of the time when the winter started. And so we went to see, you know, what was the, potentially the cause of this issue. Charlie is struggling. We're here waiting to pick up Charlie from uh, his football practice and he has a box of donations that he's bringing out to my car, and it must be very heavy because he is struggling. <laughs> Do you think any of his uh, friends are offering to help? Nope. Boys. Boys are so mean. Yeah, there's a guy on my bus that was going, <laughs> and he's only in second grade. That's annoying. 
Yeah. Even when the bus driver turned the lights on. What does it mean when the bus driver turns the lights on? Shut up. <laughs> Is that what she told you? Yeah. She said, did she say those exact words when the lights are on? It means shut up? Yeah. Dag on. She's the meanest bus driver ever. Why is she mean? She's Mr. Clark. She's not Mr. Clark. She's as mean as Mr. Clark. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, we're back. Charlie is in the car, and because he's Charlie, there's no guarantee that he won't make comments in the background. This is supposed to be an interview with Clara, but you know how it goes. Hey, mommy, I'm going to use your data to buy There we go. There he is. CCI on There he is. There. Thank you for just, just uh, proving my point. Proving my point. Um, okay, Clara, so what is your favorite thing that you do at school? Nothing. Nothing? Yeah, nothing. Except for, except for music. Music and then... Nothing else. You don't like any of the math or, or, or reading or anything? No, I only like that in, in like one day tomorrow we do the stumpies, the big... Hey Claire, stop. Hold on your baby voice. All right, we're going to see how this goes, but I, I kind of predicted that once uh, once Charlie was in the car, that it would maybe not go well because he uh, he and he and Clara have a very tumultuous relationship in that they constantly fight over everything, and so he also feels inclined to parent her. And uh, I don't know; I'm sure anybody who has older children fights this constantly. This constant battle of reminding your child that you're the parent and they're not but um so anyway Clara what is it what are we talking about say it again I was talking about they do this beam thing and there's this two buckets What? Yeah, and, and you know what stinky feet means? You get to take off your shoes when you get that whole um, happy bean filled up. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. These teachers do too much. You know what? How about you just tell the kids to act like they've got some sense? Instead, if anybody followed along with that, because I know I don't, I'm glad, Clara, that you have a good handle on it, and it sounds like it's very motivating to you, so obviously it works. However, did anybody follow that? 
you get five beans you got to connect them you got to you got to pile them up with the beans that you had yesterday you got to get the extra beans and then if you I did and then nobody asked you and then if you uh if you uh if you if you get all the beans for the then you get to take your shoes off? Why is that such a big deal for kids to take their shoes yeah, off? she switches it every single um, like week when you fill the thing up. Well, maybe like two weeks or something. So some weeks you get to, so this week you get to fill your, uh, you get to turn, take your shoes yeah, off. last week, last week, um, a couple weeks ago, like the first week we were doing, we got to get into the treasure box and it has toys and stuff in it. And that's where I got that cute little puppy stuffed animal in. Treasure box. I, we just drove by a kid in a full-on lamb Halloween costume. It's not Halloween. I love it. Um, well, I guess, I mean, that sounds fun. It sounds very confusing. Do you feel like you ha understand exactly what you're supposed to be doing with it, Clara? Yeah. Okay. I trust your judgment. It's easy. All you have to do is dump your beans out in the happy beans. Then you take more beans out of the blurt beans. What the heck is a blurt bean? I don't know. <laughs> well... Then you don't know what's going on. Well, she just says it's like bad beans because it stands for bad, I think. So there's blurt. Blurt? Because that means bad? It's a funny word. Blurt. So weird. <laughs> blurt. This teacher, we, uh... Miss Yoki's her name. Yeah, we had a, we had a uh, peer report that she may be difficult. But so far, so good. I think she's been a really good... Clara demands structure. And she also does not need anyone who's going to uh, cater to her emotions. And this lady's been teaching for like 29 years. She's pretty hardcore. She's not really taking any crap from anybody. So, it's been a good fit for... Uh, yeah, it has. You like her. It's been a good fit for her, and she is, I think, doing pretty well. I haven't gotten any emails or any, any negative reports, so. Have you lost any of your beans yet? <laughs> nope. I'll lose mine every day. Because you're a bad person, right? I guess. I would never be able to keep my beans. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. How does that come into to come into play? Because I noticed you have a calendar with a bean calendar that you circle every day. When do you do that? When you lose a bean, you have to circle like number one or something, and then you like, there's a thing beside it. It's like total, and then you, there's a line beside it, and you write one if you lose one. But I lost zero, so I wrote, actually I didn't write a zero. I just wrote nothing. So you've never lost a bean? No. Yes, you have. That's impressive. You came back and told me that you lost 30 bees. That is impressive, Clara. I, um, yeah, I'm glad you're keeping up with it because, uh, it'd be, that'd be a little bit overwhelming for me, but first graders are, are smart. They've, they've got, they've got a good handle on stuff like that. They understand. No, I haven't learned anything this year. You haven't learned anything? Nothing. One thing that you're learning is how to write your numbers the correct way, aren't you? No. I just don't know no, so keep working on that. I don't know if anybody else's kids do this. Kelly is super smart, but she continues to write her letters backwards. And my numbers. Yeah, and your numbers. Mostly your numbers. I should have said numbers. So, all right. 
I think I'm going to wrap this episode up with a... I'm going to go ahead and let Charlie talk a little bit here since he uh, insists on running his mouth. I didn't want to talk. You did want to talk. That's why you continue to, to make comments. Okay, I guess. Captain Comments. That's what I call you. Got the babies, so there's guaranteed to be background noise because they insist on making their opinions known as well. Um, Charlie, how do you feel about... How do you feel about our town initiating construction on roads right by the school right when school starts the dumbest thing in the world even though i don't really care anymore because i don't go to the intermediate but you care because you have to drive claire there it's <laughs> correct i totally put it in reverse on a major road a couple of weeks ago because there was traffic backed up because as it's like time to drive kids to school drop off time They've got the roads closed down to one lane, and it made my it made my head swim. I don't I don't understand it. I'm glad they're repairing the roads. That makes me so happy. But why wait until right when school starts? So, um, what about how do you feel about seventh grade? It sucks. Got to wake up so early. That's basically the worst thing about it. What time do you have to wake up? 545 but you take a shower the night before, so... So, yeah, I don't want to rush. I don't want to have to rush. I just want to take it nice and easy. And I sleep on the bus. Is that what you've been doing? Sleeping on the bus? Yep. How long? Your bus ride is almost an hour, isn't it? Yeah, I get to sleep for an hour. Gosh. We only live, like, ten minutes from the school. Two minutes. No, it's like 10 minutes, but for some reason, and this happens, it's just the way the bus route goes, that he gets picked up, he's one of the first kids, and yeah, then ends up having to stay on it for an hour until until he gets every other kid. I'm the second person on, on the bus. Second person on the bus. Actually, no third, but Katie lives right down the road, so it's like three seconds, and then they're at my house. Yeah. Mallory's Shout out to our neighbors. Yay. Who is... We never really get to see them. I got to text her. We never really get to see them. You have all these friends that you're only friends with or you only spend time with during certain sports seasons. They're swim team friends. Ah, oh, crap. Hold on. You have an incoming call. As my sitter let me know that I forgot the diaper bag. I think that's the first time I've ever done that. Second time. First time. Second. Number two. I've never done that before. I don't yes, know what you made me... You did it, it like, it's not even number two time. It's like I forgot it at time. the house, but I don't think I've ever forgot it at the sitter. Smart. <sighs> I don't need anything out of it anyway. So it's you know how deal. organized I am right now? Every single zipper on my backpack is on the left side. And you're a nerd. Thanks for confirming that. Looks cool. So Charlie is actually supposed to be in sixth grade. This is uh, maybe some information for any parents out there who have kids who are uh, smarty pants. Yes! When he was in kindergarten and first grade, you know, they do the state testing, and every time that I would sit down at conferences, his state testing would have an indication that said, 
basically, he tests super high, um, eligible for special instruction. Like, kids that, you know, test high and then kids that test lower, are it's mandated by law that they should be given special instruction to basically encourage and contribute more or, you know, special attention to the, the kids that need it, whether they're high or they're, they test low. So kindergarten went by, I didn't really say anything. First grade came and went, I didn't really say anything. Well, then in second grade, right, Mrs. Davis? Miss Davis is first grade. Second grade was Miss Moon, favorite teacher of all time. Was it? Yeah. Miss Davis or was Ms. it? Miss Moon. Remember, my, I went to oh, Miss yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for the special training. So in second I grade, about space. Yeah. Instead of math. So in second grade, I, we had our conference, and uh, I basically I said, okay, look, for your for your uh, benefit, I think it's probably due time to start for me to start kind of pushing this issue because it's going to start being an issue. Um, thankfully, Charlie had not really had any behavior problems up until that point here and there, a little goofy stuff, but I just knew that like it was getting to that point because he was becoming very bored. He wasn't really being challenged by any of the work. So even though our school district like typically does not start um, their gifted program or their like pull out programs for the kids that test higher until fourth grade. He had a really awesome teacher who advocated for him to get some specialized instruction. So like he had a big binder and whenever he, the other kids would be doing something that he had already mastered or he already, you know, had a really good handle on, she would pull him out and he could work it on this. He. Huh? It was a he. It was uh, Mr. Owens. No, 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 no. That was in third grade. Uh, oh, in second grade, he would do a binder or he would do like some computer program game type things or any, basically like the print, the idea was it doesn't make any sense for him to spend his time at school doing these activities that he's already, you know, he can already do when there's other things that he can, he can work on. So it was, it was nice. They have a, Did a full essay on the moon. Yeah, the school district has a um, an individual who's designated as, like, the gifted person. I don't know. And she put together a binder for him of different research projects and things that he was able to work on. So he did that. And then at the end of that year, he did some additional testing. And it still was kind of like in math. He was just not really being challenged at all. So, in the following year in third grade, he actually did a, a single grade um, acceleration. So, he was in third grade, but he went and did fourth grade math. Yes, Charlie, with your hand up. Oh, well, like, oh. Thank you for that. Oh, so, actually, I'm not that good at math, surprisingly. I scored a 7, was it like a 7, it was like a 786 in language arts. And I got like a 760 in math. I thought it was better than math. But, Charlie, what you have to look at is you tested in that in 6th grade language arts, and that test score that you had for math was for 7th grade math. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. So, hush. Well, I should try some 7th grade language arts, see what I get. Yeah. Anyway, so we did that single grade acceleration. I was obviously, like, really hesitant because oh, there's all these the social dynamics of you know, pushing a kid up into a higher grade and how will they manage? And I remember like the first week that he was in 
that fourth grade math class, he was like, Mommy, this girl sitting beside me yawned and she, or stretched, and she raised her arms up over her head and she had hair in her armpits. <laughs> and so he was, you know, he's a third grader. I don't know how the age that is, eight or something. And these kids are nine, ten in the fourth grade classroom but he did really well he ended up having one of the highest grades in that class and had no problems at all that whole year so going into the next year I talked you know kind of just conferenced again with the principal and with the um, gifted specialist and he ended up doing the the rest of the grade acceleration and so he (coughs) skipped the rest of fourth grade and went straight on to fifth grade did all fifth grade no problem socially i think okay it was awesome and owens i got to meet like that whole class i knew a lot of people and i knew lucas and everybody else um, off my soccer team that used to be on it yeah and the best part about mr owens class is that me micah and parker we were always like we were always flying ahead and me and parker actually and micah always sat beside each other so while he was talking about something we were actually finishing our books, and we got finished when everybody else was, like, halfway through. Mm-hmm. And he led us for, like, two days straight. We went out in the hallway, and we played video games on computers. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, that's one thing that I, I would encourage parents, like, if you're considering or you're thinking, like, my kid is so bored, he's not learning anything, they're not being challenged. I, I think a grade acceleration, or, I'm sorry, a subject acceleration is a good place to start because, like he said... When he eventually did the full grade acceleration into fifth grade, he already knew a lot of the kids from the math class, and so it wasn't that big of a transition. And then he also had some kids that, like, on his sports teams that he had played sports with. So so did fifth, did all of sixth, about halfway through sixth grade, still really frustrated with not being challenged in math. So ended up doing an additional um, acceleration in math. So he's should be a sixth grader but is doing um is doing all seventh grade except for doing eighth grade math and so he's 11 and will be in high school next year i can't see any of well actually aren't i doing ccp next year so college i don't even want to talk about it well see kaden lucas's brother could have graduated this year i want to be that i want to be him he could have graduated this year that's crazy so anyway that's just a uh some information that maybe you did maybe you didn't want to know but oh yeah and he's going he should be going in the ninth grade and he's graduating so yeah some of these kids that are smart I mean they just I know we went to because he technically could have done some of the college courses this year so we went to a meeting about it and there was a girl there that was going to graduate graduate with her bachelor's degree and with her um, high school diploma at the same time I mean just outrageous stuff so yeah, there's lots of programs. I guess the biggest takeaway that I just encourage parents is that just ha- to have regular conversations with your kids about if they're being challenged, if they're learning, if they're coming home every day and you're asking them, like, did you learn anything? Are you, are you, and they're just saying no, no, no. Like yeah. you might. And then if you go to conferences and their test scores are through the roof. Even if your school is telling you that they don't have any programs or they don't do any pullouts yet for kids that are testing higher, the bio, I mean, legally, they have to provide that type of specialized education. So I would just really push 
like I said, thankfully, I mean, I pushed a little bit, but really it came down to the teacher advocating for him. So that's all I got today. Anything else, Charlie? Uh, shout out to the best teacher ever, Mr. Owens. <laughs> this is his fourth grade math teacher. He was he was a really awesome guy. So he was the one. So there's Mia saying that she wants down because she's a good girl and she wants out of her car seat. She cannot be contained. Uh, we'll catch up with you the next time. Y'all have a great day. Bye.